Hello everyone and welcome to your place for all things weird, interesting, mystical, and otherworldly. Today we're going to be talking about dogmen, but not like men who act like dogs, <laughs> but <laughs> otherworldly kinds of dogmen that you probably can't teach to sit or fetch. <laughs> I'm Tanya. And I'm Chris. Welcome to... The Triangulum. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everyone. Season two. Yeah. Episode one. Episode one. Yep. Gonna go at it a little differently this time. Yep. Yes, definitely a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Also, to all the people who hate us, too bad. Too bad. Now we're gonna, we're gonna step <laughs> it up a bit. <laughs> exactly. So, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, the mm-hmm. subscribers and the, and the listeners who have been following us since the first season, we are now doing it with video also. Yeah. So this is our first uh, our first attempt at recording our, ourselves on video. Yeah. Yeah. Which takes some getting used to, man. It does take some getting used to. Uh, and for I, those of you who are stumbling upon this for the first time on YouTube, once it goes up, yeah. uh, we apologize. This is the very first time that we're doing this. Yeah. So if we're hard to look at, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's trial and error right now, man. It is we, trial and error I, I right now. I think it's good, but we'll be tweaking it, I guess, as we go. Well, fuck. It's the first It's the first one, so we'll yeah. see. Well, we'll we see how it goes. We'll the other show as well. So, so, again, glad to have everyone back. Yeah. Let's get into it, yeah? All right, let's go. All right, so today we're going to delve into the Palmyra incident, mm-hmm. which is a creature encounter incident that took place in Palmyra, Maine in 2007. Right. So... This story was featured on Paranormal Witness in 2013, and since the first time we watched it, I was I was kind of intrigued by this story. So was I, because I I've never heard much about this type of cryptid or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Well, the the thing is, is that there's a lot of stories about cryptids kind of similar to this. Yeah. But as we get into the story, you'll see that the people who had the encounter actually don't describe these things like those cryptids. No, they don't. So you might be dealing with something entirely different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was always kind of curious about this story because I felt like there was more to it right. than what was covered in Paranormal Witness. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. I mean, clearly when you watch it, you get the sense that they've taken some, you know, creative liberties. They always do. Yeah. I want to try and clear up some of those things that you would have seen in the show that the people who actually had the experience say didn't happen yeah yeah so we're gonna we're gonna kind of we're gonna get into it a little bit more uh in depth than you've seen in other other shows Uh, about it yeah yeah which just kind of regurgitate what they've heard on paranormal witness but i'm gonna give you a little bit more I wonder if it's disappointing sometimes for those people. You know, they give the story and then all of a sudden they see the end result and it's like, wait a minute, it didn't happen like that. For sure. For sure. Right? Because it's all like... It's TV. Yeah. Well, they do what they do for views. Viewers, yeah. Right? So, it's to be expected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Palmyra, Maine. Palmyra, Maine. Yeah. It's a town in Somerset County. Yeah. And it's about 45 minutes north of Augusta. And I believe Augusta is their capital. Okay. Um, according to census records in 2000, there were approximately 1,953 people in the town. And by estimate in 2012, that number had gone up to 1,971. So a small town. Just yeah, a small no, town. it's not a massive 
yeah. number of residents by any means. No. Well, I was thinking about this too because I was like, nineteen hundred people. Where we live, we're at like, yeah, three quarters of a million. Yeah, it's getting big, <laughs> man. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's just a little bit more than the number of people who went to my high school. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Seriously, so it's not, it's not very big at all. No, right? no, not at all, man. Yeah. So, this story involves Shelley Rockwell Martin, Eric Martin, and their daughter Chelsea. Okay. Who was, I believe, seventeen or eighteen at the time? Right. They had recently moved to Palmyra because Eric had injured himself at work and it was serious enough that he wasn't able to work anymore yeah like i think he, i think he says in his interview that he blew out some some discs yeah some it's discs serious. so it's a serious it's, back injury yeah. yeah um and shelly had taken a new job and moving to palmyra allowed her to be closer to him so that she can look after him yeah right so she's got this new job they got this place you know yeah times are tough but they're they're making it through yeah that's it so they moved to a farm that they had rented, and this farm is located on Madawaska Road, and it was a decent-sized property. It's pretty secluded. Yeah, um, surround- rural. Yeah, it's, it's rural. rural. Yeah. Surrounded by woods, and it had a large pond out front off the porch, maybe about 100 feet. Yeah. And then between the porch and the pond was like a, like a lawn, like a manicured lawn. Okay. You know I mean, like mowed grass. I don't think it was like fancy, but it just, it wasn't long by any means. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the show, they mentioned that Eric was an avid hunter yeah. and comes from a long line of hunters. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, so, but Shelly, on the other hand, is not a hunter at all. No. And is not a fan of guns. Not a lover of guns, that's, no. yeah, for sure. So when they moved in, Shelly insisted that the guns not be kept in the house. Yeah. And Eric and his son, Sean, decide to make like a strong box. Mm-hmm. And store the guns in there, and then store the strong box in the loft in the barn. Right. Because Eric didn't want anyone coming onto the property and stealing any of yeah, it. Yeah, no kidding. And this is important later. Yeah. This is kind of the driving force for a lot of the things that Eric does during this encounter. <laughs> yeah. So. Excuse me. I mean, it makes sense to me that if you're not hunting with them, you don't necessarily need them in the house, but. Well, I mean, we live in Canada, so it's not like we're accustomed to having guns around all the time, anytime you need one. You know what, though? I said this before, that if we were in a rural environment, yeah, I, I, I think I'd, I'm not a gun enthusiast, but if I was out in that, that type of environment, I would probably want something close by. Yeah, maybe. You I know? could see that. You know, somewhere that we knew about it, that when no one else was going to get I into mean, it. I mean, if you're worried about, like... <clears throat> Bears or larger animals or things like that. Yeah, you don't know what what can come around, man. They never really said anything about how many guns he had. Yeah, I mean, maybe he could have he could have talked his way into being allowed to have one (laughs) in the house. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Right. So by the time of the incident, Shelley and Eric have lived on the farm for about maybe a year to a year and a half. Okay. And uh, at night, they had a ritual of sitting outside on the porch and enjoying the evening, Yeah. right? So they would sit out on the porch, kind of chit-chat, have a coffee before heading to bed. Yeah. yeah. So on one of those nights, Shelly and Eric were sitting on the porch 
drinking their coffee, and then they saw these strange kind of lights Mm -hmm. moving about in the woods. So this is the woods that is beyond the pond. Yeah. Shelley describes them as like a pulsating type of light. Right. And it was slow, like a like a like a on off. Off, yeah. On. I mean, which is pretty distinctive because it doesn't look anything like a flashlight would because you yeah. would see like a beam from or a flashlight. A car kinda, light or something. Yeah, or headlights coming down the road or any yeah. of that kind of thing. And yeah. it didn't look like any of that. Yeah, for sure. So they see this light down the trees. Eric's son happened to be there that evening, and they are like, well, you know, what could that be? I don't know. What do you think it is? Yeah, yeah. They think, well, it's not an aircraft. It's not an airplane. It's not a helicopter, because you would have heard those things. It's not a truck. Right. Yeah. And they knew they weren't headlights, because the forest was too dense. So even if there was a road back there, you wouldn't have been able to see the headlight. Not only that, you'd see two. Yeah, yeah. So they thought, well, maybe it's a hunting light. You know, for example, maybe hunters are out. Poachers. Yeah. Well, maybe poachers, but they also said that it could have been hunters who were, like, maybe checking out the area before the season opens. Yeah, yeah. So they thought maybe that, and they thought maybe it could just be people pissing around out in the woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah. So Eric and Sean decide to go into the woods to investigate. Okay. Yeah, so from my perspective, that's already silly. Like, I don't know. It's lights in the woods, man. It's creepy woods in the night in a secluded area. From you a know? distance, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, why didn't you take your gun then? Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Anyway, they approached the woods. They noticed that the lights couldn't be seen anymore. So right. as they got closer to the woods, no more lights. So that's weird in itself. Yeah. And then Eric says the woods, this is in his interview, he says, the woods have a lot of shadows and the limbs hang really, really low. Hmm. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. That's how he described it. So Eric and Sean slowly make their way through the woods. They're listening for any kind of movement. They're trying to see if they can see anything. Eric says that, you know, if they stepped on like a twig or something, they would stop and... uh See if they could hear if something ran away yeah. or if something moved. Yeah, makes make sense. Eric said that no, nothing nothing moved. There was no other sounds in yeah. the woods. So when you stepped on a, a stick, it just echoed. It yeah. just it just resonated through the woods. Through the woods, just yeah, uh, quiet. Yeah, very, like very dead still. quiet. Yeah. And then, like typical men, they make these great decisions. And the <laughs> seriously, I don't understand this. But anyway, Eric suggests let's split up because if it's poachers, we'll catch them. Yeah, which is just. I don't get it. <laughs> Even the sun in the show. Are you, are you serious yeah, right now? Serious? Yeah, because it sounds fucking stupid. It does in the it's middle dark. of nowhere. It's dark. You don't have any weapon with you because yeah. that was a big deal for you. Yeah. And you decide that you should you split, split up. up. That's number one rule. That's don't insane. split up, man. That's insane. Yeah. So they... Oh, and this was the other one too. That's good. Turn off your flashlight. Yeah, cool. Because we don't want anyone to see you coming. Yeah. We don't want anyone to see you sneaking up on them. Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. That's insane. It's just insane. It is insane. I think it's insane. That's an accident that could truly happen. Oh, yeah. A bad one, too. Yeah, for sure. So, flashlight's off. (laughs) And now alone in the woods, looking for some random lights. 
Eric says in his interview that he, at that moment, he, he, he had become almost hyper aware. So he was like, he could feel everything. He could sense everything because his, his, his awareness was like seriously acute now. Yeah. Yeah. He he had this feeling that was coming over him that was beyond any feeling he had had, even while hunting. Hmm. He said at that he said in his interview it was intense, it was strong, and he 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 stated that he felt like he was being watched. Yeah. And at one point, he thought he saw something off to his left. He looks over there and it disappears. So then I guess he doesn't really think much of it. Maybe it's just your mind playing tricks on you. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe it's your eyes playing tricks on you. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean? Which, yeah, man, have you ever been in the forest at night? Just shadows everywhere. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, it starts to play games with sure. you for sure. Big time. Your own paranoia. Yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah it can. Absolutely. Yeah. Eric says it's so quiet, you can hear a pin drop. Yeah, yeah. They don't see anything. They don't find anything. So eventually, Eric and Sean meet back up. Yeah. And, you know, super brilliantly, turn their flashlights back on (laughs) and start looking around for any kind of tracks or evidence that somebody or something has been there. Yeah. They don't find anything. Yeah. They don't see anyone. So eventually, they just return back to the house. So following this incident with the lights, Chelsea's boyfriend, Nathan, comes to visit one weekend. Yeah. And this they don't specify exactly how long after this incident Nathan came to visit. So I don't know if it was like next weekend, months later, but it might play a part in what was happening when these creatures showed up. Yeah, all I remember in the show was that he was saying it was uh, early spring because it was a pretty harsh winters in Maine. Oh yeah, he did. He said he so, said that they had just come out of winter. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of it was kind of cool, but and they it, were enjoying the sun and the warmth because it's pretty yeah, gray. But in, I couldn't tell how rain. long, yeah, that how long it had been since the lights that that had happened. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, he and Chelsea decide to go for a walk, and they take the two dogs with them because Eric and Shelley have two dogs. In the show, they show the dogs being like a beagle and like a basset <laughs> hound, I think, or something like that, right? In reality. Um, at the time, Shelley and Eric owned two standard poodles. Right. Yeah. Which, weirdly, They're good. I didn't know this, but they make good hunting dogs. They do. I they had no do. idea. Yeah. I thought they were just kind of a frou-frou dog. No, no. They're a very, very smart dog. Man. I know they're super smart, but yeah. I didn't think hunting was their thing. I thought they were yeah. too smart for that. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, well, you always go, see them Go retrieve your up. bird. Yeah. I would do no such thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. Yeah. They take these dogs for a walk, and they have them down by the woods. They're going to go and see, you know, what's in the woods, whether they're, like, you know how it is. You got no place to walk to, so you walk yeah. walk through the bush yeah. Yeah. just to get out. Let the dogs roam. Yeah, check exactly. Check things out. So then the dogs, they're off leash. They just take off. Mm. They start running towards the woods. Chelsea and Nathan are like, oh, fuck, where are they going? Yeah, he right? said that he thought they picked up a scent of something, and exactly. they, they took off. Exactly. Which is pretty common. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, dogs catch a scent of something all the time and take off. for the pooches. Mm Mm-hmm. So they follow them into the woods. They catch up to the dogs. And the dogs are, like, sniffing around this kind of hole in the ground. Yeah. Um, They they say it looked kind of like a den. Yeah. It looked like something that had been, like, consciously made as opposed to, like, a a natural phenomenon of some sort. Yeah. And it was very round. 
and kind of carefully constructed. Nathan suggested it may have been made by a human or an animal, but it was definitely made. Yeah, said with hands, you know, like or something. Well, it seemed like that. Yeah, like it was, it was well done. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, some ramshackle thing. Yeah, not like some made mad, out of nothing. Yeah, like deer's lying down in grass or long grass. Yeah, or whatever. exactly. Yeah. So Nathan checked it out a bit, and he didn't really see anything inside. Chelsea, on the other hand, is having these bad feelings, right? <laughs> like she's getting these like heebie-jeebies, like you know, some bad juju, and she wants to get out of there. So she's like, "We gotta go." Yeah. yeah. So they they grab the dogs and they leave. <laughs> I could just see a, a hand coming out, grabbing them by the head. I know in the show, <laughs> oh, pulling man. them inside. <laughs> In the show, he's, like, looking in the hole. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for something to just bite his head off. Perfect scene for a horror movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I'm sure it's been in a horror movie. I'm sure it's been in a horror movie a few times. You stick your head in there to take a look around, and it's gone, you know? So then we get to the night of the encounter. So Mm -hmm. we've had strange lights. We have this weird den-looking thing in the woods, which is the same woods that the lights were in. Right. And now we have the encounter. Yeah. So Shelly and Eric are sitting on the porch again. This is, again, don't don't forget, this is their nightly routine. And it's probably around 10, 10.30 at night. The weather's cold, foggy, kind of misty. Yeah. And as they're sitting on the porch, Shelly and Eric notice that it's quiet, like unusually quiet. <laughs> and they realize that they're not hearing any of the typical nocturnal creatures that you would normally hear. Mm-hmm. So they're not hearing any farm animals either. Yeah. So Chelsea had already gone to bed. So she's out because apparently she, she was still, I think, finishing up school exams yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I think they said she had a long day or something like that. She went to bed early. Yeah. So she's kind of, she's out. She's out. She doesn't see any of this at the beginning. I think the mom said it was just like typical teenager just wanting to yeah, just sleep. Want to go to bed. Yeah, you want to go to bed. So they also noted that their two dogs had been acting nervous all evening. Yeah. So they didn't want to be out on the porch with them. And Shelly had said that the dogs had always acted kind of uneasy outside mm-hmm. uh, on the property, especially when near the woods. The woods, yeah. So she and Eric were not really concerned with their behavior that evening. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go outside. It's not that unusual. Yeah. Whatever. It's been their thing for a while. Yeah, exactly. So Shelly keeps a floodlight with her when she's sitting on the porch. So if you see some animals or something like that coming by the pond, like deer or whatever, mm-hmm. she can shine a light on them. You know, kind of like nature watching at night, I guess. Yeah. So sitting on the porch, it's dead quiet. Shelly gets up and kind of uses her floodlight to scan the property, just kind of see if she can see anything out there. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, but don't forget, it's foggy and misty. You can only see so far. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. floodlight, but still, the weather's... You're not going to see squat. Not it's, really. It's, it's, it's hard enough when you're driving here in that yeah, weather. Exactly. You know, you, it's, it's hard. She turns the floodlight off, and she sits back down, and she kind of goes back to quietly talking with uh, Eric. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, Eric is overwhelmed by an intense feeling yeah. of imminent danger. Yeah. It, like, washes over him. <coughs> Excuse me. He says it was strong. Yeah. He didn't know what it was. He just knew that there was danger. Yeah. We've had that. Yeah. You know something's up. Yeah, something's you up. Gotta, you you just, gotta go. You just, yeah, you move. Yeah, exactly. Fast. Yeah. So he tells Shelly, go inside. And then Shelly wants to know why. Yeah. And Eric is like, well, 
I don't know why you just need to go inside. Yeah. Like, he can't explain why you should go inside. He just feels like it's not safe. You need yeah. to get inside. So they're having this, like, agitated back and forth on the porch, <laughs> right, about going inside and why. Because Shelly wants to know what his problem is. Mm-hmm. And all he wants her to do is just get inside yeah, and get to safety. Yeah, get her to safety. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, I probably would have been the same way. Yeah. Well, she was pretty feisty. Yeah. You know, just by I hearing mean, her speak. not so much now. I mean, I have done that before. Yeah. And she did say, you know what, if he, it, it, after, in hindsight, if I should have known that if something was up with him, that I should have listened. Yeah. But. Right, a little more, but Well, at that whatever. time, well, yeah, she noticed that when they were in the house later yeah. on, but yeah. yeah. So they have this back and forth. She doesn't, she's like, what's your problem? Don't, you know, don't push me. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, he's did, like, did go he inside. grab her or something? Well, that's what they said in the show, but yeah, who knows yeah, if that's true, right? That's it. Then she hears a rustling sound. Like she hears something out just beyond the porch. So she turns her floodlight on. Hmm. And she sees fog mostly, but then the light kind of cuts through the fog <laughs> and it reveals that there's something there. Yeah. But it isn't a deer. No. Yeah. No. She says when her light cuts through the fog, her floodlight kind of lands on three sets of eyes. Yeah. Reflecting a bright kind of yellow-green back at them. She said glowing eyes, like a yellowy glowing eye, but honestly, I think it's just retinal glare. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people say eyes are glowing, but it's just the retina reflecting the light. Off the light, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. usually. That's usually what it is. Maybe, but I I agree with you. Well, I have yet to come across anything specifically with glowing eyes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But anyway, so they've seen deer eyes at night. Yeah. So they know what deer eyes look like, and these are not deer eyes. Mm. She says they're these like three very large, furry kind of looking creatures. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't know. Furry, furry just sounds kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> she says furry, but it sounds kind of cute. When you say hairy, it sounds scary. Yeah. When you say furry, it sounds kind of cute. Furry, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> It's like yeah. cuddly kittens. Cuddly kittens, yeah. Cats, yeah. So anyway, yeah. light <clears throat> illuminates three of the creatures. So Shelley said that they had crossed the road and then seemed as though they were trying to sneak up on them, her and Eric, while they were sitting on the porch. Right. So when she catches them in the light, they appeared to be almost kind of crawling. So Eric and Shelley notice one off to the left. So she points the light at it and it ducks out of sight. And then they notice one off to the right, so they shine their light in that direction, and it ducks out of sight. And then they realize, well, fuck, there's not three, there's five. Yeah. There's yeah. five of these things. And the three that they saw that were kind of like crawling, <laughs> um, they kind of they do this weird kind of loping, gallopy kind of run thing. And they run across the lawn in front of them. And they ran to like the right side. I think they ran around to the side of the pond. Basically, they ended up being on the other side of the pond so that the water of the pond was between Eric, Shelley, and them. Shelley says that at first, when she put the light on them and actually saw them, she was almost kind of like mesmerized Mm. by what she was seeing. Like she was staring at them because she couldn't really kind of process what she was looking at. Yeah. You know what I mean? She said even though it may have only been a few seconds, it felt like... An eternity sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It feels like ages. Yeah. 
So Eric says in his interview that he believed that these creatures looked mad and that they seemed as though they wanted to attack them. Hmm. Shelley describes the creatures in, uh, it's not so much described in Paranormal Witness, but it's described in a book written by a woman by the name of Linda Godfrey. She does a little kind of section in her book. I think it's called, what is it called? It has, I think it's like Dogmen or Encounters with Dogmen or something like that. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly, but I know the author is Linda Godfrey. Yeah. And there's like a little excerpt in there about this incident. And this is where Shelley describes what these look like. So she says that they're about seven feet tall. Yeah, which... They didn't on the show, really, eh? No, they didn't really pro- provide a, a description. Description, yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to why she knows they're about seven feet tall in a minute, but she described it as being seven feet tall with these short kind of stubby tails. All three of the creatures uh, that she shone her light on um, had, like, fur. The, well, they had the fur, but one was, like, a light kind of brown, And the other two were like a darker brown, like a very, very dark brown is how she described it. Mm. So they they had like differing shades. She described the fur as being smooth on their bodies. However, around their heads, Shelley described the fur as tufty and sticking up. (laughs) So this sounds to me like when a dog has a ruff. Right, yeah, it does. You know, when they have that kind of like scraggly kind of hair around the neck. Yeah. Which is like a mane, and wolves have a rough, actually. Yeah, they do. uh, That starts at about the cheeks, and then it kind of works its way down to the shoulders. And I've read that the purpose of the rough is for protection. It's supposed to be a thicker area of skin and fur that is loose. Right. So if anything bites it, they're not biting anything vulnerable. Yeah. Just extra skin. Yeah. Um, And it kind of reminds me of like the primordial pouch on a cat. Because yeah. the primordial pouch is like an extra bit of skin, mm-hmm. you know, fat and kind of fur that are along the length of a, a cat's bo- uh, belly. Yeah. I know, like, maybe if you've not heard of primordial pouch, you'll know what I'm talking about when a cat walks and they got that freaking loose skin, skin that kind of swings back yeah. and forth <clears throat> uh, <laughs> on their belly. It's like a bell. <laughs> 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 but the, the theory on the pouch is the same type of thing. It protects the internal, yeah, organs, internal organs in a fight because of the added extra layer. Yeah. So I think this rough could have been the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Shelley also said that they had a bit of a hunchback. Yeah. So with that, I'm guessing that the head was kind of carried low. Mm-hmm. We know that wolves also carry their heads low. They always seem to be, the head's really low all the time. Yeah. She said that the ears on the creature were pointed and ran up the side of their heads from about the jawline to well past the tops of their skulls by approximately three inches. Hmm. So she described them as being like if you put your hands over your head, ears, sorry, your hands over your ears, and then they stuck up, like pointed way up yeah. three inches above the head. Yeah. Like straight. Yeah, that's like dog's ears. Doberman's yeah, kind of like, yeah. A do- like a Doberman that has ears that had been done. Doing yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. She said that they had noticeably wide-bridged muzzles. They looked like a dog's muzzle, but they weren't as wide or long. Hmm. Think like a dog, like a dog's muzzle, but kind of stubby yeah. and not as wide. Yeah. And for Shelley, the legs were the standout thing on the creature, because she described the thigh as reminding her of like how a kangaroo's thigh looks, like it was thick, and that the foot had a very long arch. 
and a heel, kind of like a human foot. Instead of like toes, it looked more like a dog paw hmm. at the front. And there was nails, like, like think like a dog paw and then like nails coming out. Yeah. She said they looked pretty sleek when they were on their hind legs. They didn't look clumsy at all when they were moving around. No, no. So it's not like it's unusual for them to be on their hind legs. Like you see bears walking on their hind legs. It's kind of clumsily. Yeah, because it's they not do natural. It, but it's not natural for them, yeah. Yeah, they don't exactly look sleek. No. Nor would a dog walking on its hind, hind legs look sleek either. Like a, yeah. like a dog like we know a dog to be. Yeah. So I was trying to imagine what the leg or what the foot might have looked like. And I think if we imagine like a dog leg and a human leg, like side by side, and you take the heel of the human foot and kind of move it up to where the dog ankle would be, mm-hmm. and then just leave like the ball of the foot at the bottom, you would kind of get that long arch look. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they would walk flatly on that, I don't know, or whether the heel would stay up high where the ankle is, yeah, I'm like not sure. A, but like I, that's Yeah, that's kind of how I imagine it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. It would give them more stability, too, I would think. It might make them faster. Yeah, yeah. The design of the foot, it, like, you know, animal legs are kind of designed for speed. For speed, yeah. Especially if you're a quadruped. Yeah, and even there's, she was describing the thighs like a kangaroo. Well, kangaroos stand on their hind legs, man. Yeah, they do. You but know? they also have that kind of long foot, like it's flat. Yeah, it is, it is. Because they hop, right? Yeah, well... So, yeah, absolutely, know, man. I think it can happen. Yeah, maybe. She also said that she didn't notice a smell about them, yeah. which is an interesting comment to me. Yeah, it is. We hear we hear a lot of people talk about encounters, and they talk about how things smell. Yeah, especially like, they, like, like skunk ape. Yeah, Scott Sasquatch or whatever. Yeah, everything There's has some scent. sort of smell. Yeah. Yeah, but she said she didn't Strong notice a smell order. about them, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. They run inside. So there's five of these creatures outside. Shelly and Eric run in the house, lock the door. And she, though, is still friggin' shining her fucking light out the window trying to look at these things because she wants to see them. And Eric is pulling her away from the window, being like, we got to friggin' <laughs> we gotta hide, basically. Yeah, I don't want them knowing that we're here. Yeah, we, we don't want them to know we're watching him. Yeah. So Eric looks out and he sees them and he knows what he's looking at is definitely not a bear. Yeah, yeah. Let's not forget, he's a hunter. He's a hunter. Yeah. He said in the show he's hunted almost every, he, not almost, he said he's hunted everything that is legally allowed to be hunted in Maine. In Maine, yeah. So he'll know what a bear is and what a bear isn't. If you've been around the woods enough, you know. Yeah, you know when something's You know what right. things look like and you know sounds and you know smells and... Yeah, you know you all just that know. stuff. Yeah, for sure. So he says they were big and they were dangerous looking. Yeah, yeah. And he had never seen anything like them before. Hmm. Ever. Yeah. So once they're in the house, she did, Shelly's like, okay, I'm going to go check on Chelsea because she's asleep and yeah. we don't know what the fuck's going on. So she's going to go upstairs and check on her. Eric is sitting downstairs in his own head trying to figure out how he's going to get to the barn to get guns. It's like she's gone. Yeah, she left the room. Now I gotta figure out how I'm gonna get some guns. Before she goes upstairs, she's like, "Don't go outside." And he he's like, "Well, I gotta you know, gotta get some guns." And she's like, 
No. Yeah. You don't know what you're dealing with. You yeah. don't know what they're capable of. And he was a gimp. Promise. Yeah, He's, exactly. You know, He's gimpy, What are you going right? to do? He's already injured. If you blew your discs out. Yeah, man. You're, it's serious. You're in no shape to be yeah. taken on anything. Yeah. So she's like, don't do it. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's, there's, yeah. there's a Yeah. We know where that's going to go. Typical. <laughs> yeah. Sure, honey. No problem. And then do I it I won't anyway. do it. Yeah. So <clears throat> she goes She goes upstairs to wake up Shelly. Um, Chelsea, right? So she's like, hey, get up, you know, come to the window, check this out. So Chelsea gets up, goes to the window, is like, yeah, okay, whatever, cool. And then goes back to bed. Yeah. Because she doesn't care. Doesn't care. Yeah, she's tired, half asleep. She doesn't give a shit what's going on out there. You know, I was just thinking about the, don't go out there. What she really should have did was said, why don't you try to sneak out to the barn (laughs) and get some guns? (laughs) He, he would have said, what are you fucking yeah, are you crazy? <laughs> Not going out there. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, maybe. Reverse psychology. That's exactly. the way to do it. That's the way to you know do what it. you should do? You should go out there and you confront them. You should go out there and have a look. And he would have double locked the door. He would have gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. So uh. Shelly's in Chelsea's room. Chelsea's couldn't be bothered with anything that's going on outside. Yeah. And Shelly's looking out the window. So she's looking out the window at them. And all five of them are now crouched down and kind of huddled near the pond. And as she's looking out the window at them, one of them notices her in the window. And then it stands up <laughs> on its hind legs yeah. and stares at her. <clears throat> and she could see at that moment how massive it was. Yeah. Think you about sh- that. You got these five things you've never seen before in your life out by a pond in front of your house yeah. and you're looking at it from the second floor window thinking it it won't know you're up there and it fucking looks at you it makes eye contact and stands up and stares at you yeah yeah That's... somebody need to go to the barn and get some guns yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honestly I would be tripping I ain't going I'd be freaking out man yeah. nah you would drop keys or something stupid on the way there. The thing is, is <laughs> well, exactly. While you think about it, she, this thing stands up and they make eye contact. Yeah. You know that your senses are already in this hyper-aware state. Yeah. You can feel that this thing is looking at you. Well, not only that, it's aware of you. It's And it's aware of you. You can feel it's looking that. At, it's not looking at you like, <clears throat> oh, there's something to look at. It's yeah. looking at you like, because I see you, I see looking, you at looking at me. I see you looking at me. Exactly. I know you're there. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, it is. It right? is creepy. Anyway, so she's upstairs. She's getting, she's having the, you know, the staring contest with the creature yeah. from the window. And Eric is still thinking about how he can no, get, some guns. get some guns. Yeah. <laughs> so he looks out the window and sees that these creatures are on the other side of the pond. And he starts thinking, okay, well, maybe I can't get to the barn to get some guns. But maybe, you know, I could get to the vehicle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can get to back the vehicle. Yeah. I could back it up to the house. And Shelly and Chelsea can get in it. And then we can drive off. Yeah. Drive to safety. So Eric decides that he's going to try it. He's going to try and get to the car because it's closer than the barn, I guess. I don't know what his thinking was. But anyway, he's going to try. Shelly doesn't know. Remember? Not supposed to go outside. We don't know what we're dealing with. Why don't you go and try and get the truck? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> God, why can't you just sit fucking still? Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I could see why. He probably feels, you know what? He's got to do something. He can redeem himself here. You know, well, he's got yeah. an injury, and, yeah. and you know, this is his family, right? He wants I know. to. I get it. You know, wants to protect them. They're going to be a lot more pissed off if you're dead. Well, or you get them all dead. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's dead now. No, everybody's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, he's going to try it. No. Shelly doesn't know. So he goes out onto the porch, and he sees the creatures are out there, and he estimates that he's got about 25, 30 feet to go to his vehicle. Yeah. And then he's got to get in it. So we all know when you have a buggered back, yeah. getting in and out of a vehicle. Like, I don't know if it was a truck. Hopefully it's a truck. Well, he said that, it was a truck. It's easier it to get truck. into, yeah. right? But like, could you imagine you were like, getting into like a car or a cruise? Yeah, a Chevy Cruise. A Chevy like, down Cruise or something. A Toyota Yaris. Yeah. Are they small? I don't know. I feel they like, are. I feel they're like small. they're small. Yeah. Yeah. Little they tiny are. thing. They so anyway, small. he's got 25, 30 feet to his vehicle. Then he's got to get in it. And he's injured. And he estimates there's, well, no, he didn't estimate it. There was 100 feet between the porch and the pond. So let's yeah. say he's got about 100 feet. Sorry, they have 100 feet to get to him. And he's got 25, 30 feet to get to the vehicle. It's not very far. 100 just feet isn't about very them, far. Yeah, we just talked about them having fucking legs like kangaroos. Yeah. And being like seven feet tall. So, so a stride can, on this thing. You probably run like the fucking wind. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck this guy's thinking. Anyway, yeah. I seriously can't imagine that it would take very long for these creatures to close the gap between him and them. Yeah. Running on, you know, yeah. kangaroo-like legs. Yeah. So, anyway, this St guy. talking <laughs> a wounded rabbit here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he slowly makes his way down the porch steps, and he's creeping his way to his vehicle. Right. And these things are still kind of like over by the pond. He says in his interview that that 20 feet or so was going to be the longest 20 feet he's ever walked in his life. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shelly is realizing that she hasn't, seen the dogs or heard the dogs and she's going around the house making sure windows are locked you know yeah. shit's closed because yeah. she was having like oh man what like what if they got in the house yeah well for sure she goes around looking for the dogs she eventually finds the dogs but they're hiding yeah yeah but so just, what does that tell you yeah animals some, up there some fucked up shit's going on and cowering. the other thing that's kind of interesting to me is that Usually dogs are the ones who are like... Barking at the window, you know, they see or something. Or getting between their owners and whatever's going on out yeah, there. If they yeah. feel like they can protect their owner. These yeah. ones are like, did you see these things? You guys are on your own. You're on your own, yeah. We'll hide in here. <laughs> They're like, no fucking way. Did you see those? Yeah. We'll be in the laundry room or wherever the hell she found them. Yeah, I think it was the laundry room or right? mud room well, that's or what they something showed. like that. But that yeah. doesn't mean that's it. So anyway, yeah. Eric is still walking to the car because... You know what? I mean, like, three days could have passed with how quick this guy walks. <laughs> and he's keeping his eye on the creatures as he goes. He said he was in a lot of pain. The, of course he's, he's in a lot pain, of pain. you know, so. He's got a buggered back, yeah, man. Yeah. So he gets to the driver's side of his vehicle. So he makes it. And he's, like, trying to open the door. And then suddenly, the exterior floodlights fucking come on. <laughs> and it scares the shit out of him. It's dark. Nothing. They didn't know. The creatures weren't really paying attention to him. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were busy staring at Shelly in the window. Yeah. So they didn't yeah. even see this guy. Yeah. And then he, he's out there. Maybe they didn't even care. We don't, we no, don't maybe know, not. you know. They might but, not have uh, cared at all. Yeah. So lights come on. Boom. Spotlight on yeah. you, right? It scared the shit out of him. He said that. And then he said that he felt very exposed 
and very vulnerable. Yeah, well, no kidding, man. So they're beaming, the light's beaming down on him, and then he realizes that there's like one of these creatures like right there. He doesn't estimate how close, but right there. Like, honestly, (laughs) in my opinion, any kind of close is too close. Yeah, for sure. And he said they're looking at each other. Eric, Eric thought it was going to attack him, but instead it freezes and then it runs away. Yeah. Which is weird. That is. Could have taken him out right then. Yeah. So oh, yeah. did it get spooked by him? Yeah. Like when it saw him, it was like, holy fuck, what is this thing? And it ran away? Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, Eric realizes using the vehicle is not going to be an option because it was like on him in no time. Yeah. So scrap I, that. You know what? I thought about that a little bit when you were saying that, about that they could have killed him. Yeah, man. You know what? They could have killed him anytime. Well, then I thought, I, you know what? If they did, that would have just brought attention to that. Yeah, maybe. And maybe that's not what they wanted was attention. You maybe know? not. Like, we don't know. No, we don't. Right. So, so, yeah. There's talk during interviews about whether they were afraid of the light or hmm. maybe that the light was irritating to their eyes. Because yeah. Eric thought maybe that was the case. However, in other interviews, Shelley has said that whenever she would shine the light into their faces, they would just stare back at her. Yeah, didn't bother them. No, they wouldn't shy away from the light at all. Yeah. So obviously that's not a thing. No. Like if we, okay, if they're not shying away from the light at all, that's going to be an, an, an important thing to remember when I tell you about the next part of the incident. Yeah. He sees one, it freezes, it runs away. He realizes this was a bad idea. And while the light is still on, the floodlight that is, he goes back to the porch yeah. to safety and goes back in the house. Shelly gives him shit, basically. <laughs> when he came back in the house. Yeah, for being outside, right? Because she yeah. realizes he went outside and she yeah. gives him shit for it. And then they start trying to figure out what they're going to do next. So the plan is maybe we'll call 911 and mm-hmm. get somebody to drive into us. Yeah, help. So in the show, they suggest that they were talking to a police officer. In the book, I believe... It was a game warden. Oh, I thought they talked to a cop and then he put them onto a game warden. That could be it. That could absolutely be it. Because she was saying about animals and the guy said, oh, well, you need to talk to the game warden. Hang on a second. Yeah. She's trying to explain what's going on, but the warden doesn't seem to be taking her seriously. So he's like, is it a moose? Yeah. No. Is it a bear? No. No. Is it a dog? Like, fuck. No, man, I don't know what it is. That's why I'm calling you. <laughs> I'm not calling you for that. Yeah, right? So she tells them that she doesn't know what they are. There's five of them, and they're like fucking seven feet tall. Yeah. But then, of course, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. You know how that goes. <laughs> right? He's not interested. In fact, he's kind of like, well, you know, just make sure that your windows yeah. and your doors are locked. And He gets th- off the phone. They'll you probably hear, be gone in the morning. Get can hear him, eh? Yeah, oh, she's just seen a moose there. Don't, don't worry, she'll be fine. Yeah, so I was thinking to myself, too, when I when I saw that, right? Because he's so fucking super helpful. Yeah. If yeah. Eric called, would they believe would him? Would they believe the guy? And yeah. just because it was her, they didn't? <laughs> like, I wonder that, seriously. Yeah, I know. I know, I agree. I agree. That's what I mean. Oh, the... she'll be fine. She's, yeah, she's, just, just, she's just seeing she's things. She's just being hysterical. Yeah, exactly. She's probably having her monthlies. <laughs> She's having her monthly. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Every time you, yep. every time you say something crazy, you must yep. be on your period. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, it is true. true. I know it's true. I know it's true. <laughs> so they decide. Okay, well, we're gonna have to shelter in place. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, maybe they could have called the sun. 
yeah. to come to, to drive in. But then I thought, well, maybe they didn't want to do no, something I mean, like that and put him in any put danger. Him in any danger, exactly. Right? Yeah. So Shelley says that she realizes that at that time that Eric is scared and that if he's scared, she should be more worried. Yeah, yeah. Because she's never seen him like that before. Yeah. So yeah. she goes back upstairs to get Chelsea because they're gonna they're not they're not fucking around anymore. They got a shelter in place someplace and they should all be together. Yeah. Eric stays downstairs and then he starts thinking about the lights. Well, maybe they're afraid of the light. Maybe the light irritates them. Maybe they can't be in the light. Hmm. So he thinks, okay, well, I could use the floodlights, turn those on as I'm walking out, you know, those security type floodlights yeah, yeah. to get to the barn. And then I could get guns. Could We're get back on guns. this. We're back on this. So he tries again. This time he goes out and tries walking to the barn. He tries tripping the exterior floodlights as he's going. So he is constantly like illuminated. Yeah, yeah. He trips the lights and that's when he notices that the creatures are all looking at him. Yeah. So part <clears> of the group is on his left. So let's say three are on his left and two are on his right or vice versa. He thought that their behavior was indicative of hunting mm. and they had him kind of surrounded. So that's why he thought he's being hunted. Yeah. So he knows that once he moves away from the sensor, the light's going to go, go off after yeah. a while. Yeah. And it seems that the light is protecting him in this moment. So he has to kind of make a break for it back to the porch. So he's got to kind of... He's got to move quickly because you know those those sensors they they shut off yeah and yeah, then you got to turn them back on and yeah. if you're out of that sensor range you get nothing yeah so he's got to make it back to the porch before the light goes out now Shelley didn't know that he had gone outside a second time so when the producer of Paranormal Witness asked her about how she felt about Eric going outside for a second time in her post show interview she flatly said that he didn't do that yeah. So they showed her his interview where he talks about it. Her response was that she just cried. Yeah. Because it was... She couldn't believe it. He could have, he could have been killed. Yeah. There's another f little funny flaw in that filming, too. Remember they were putting that strong box up with the sun? Yeah. How the hell is he going to get up there as a gimp? Oh, I don't know. Up in a loft? They said they put it in a loft? I don't know. Cl climb up there? Magic. Yeah, you can't even walk, bro. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway. they, he, they said they put, he said he put it in the loft. So I don't know what his what his what his plan yeah, was. Yeah, where, where you were going to get it, unless right? he hid one somewhere else. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, I know his wife started to cry, which is well, she didn't know. She didn't know until the airing of this show that he had gone out a second time. And she was tough, man. Yeah, definitely. What do they realize now? Well, they realize that they can't get to the vehicle. They can't get to the guns. Nobody's coming in to see them or save them. Yeah. So they're going to have to wait for sunrise and hope that these fucking things are gone by then. Yeah. So in the show, it shows them all like grabbing weapons, you know, going around the house and grabbing hatchets and fucking fire pokers <laughs> and knives and shit. And everybody goes to the bedroom and they're all on the bed together. And yeah. There's going to be some apocalyptic yeah, encounter. Waiting to, yeah. Waiting to stab whatever comes through yeah. fucking the windows, windows or the walls. walls. Yeah. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. No. Shelly Shelley said that that didn't happen. And no. she stated that in a Facebook post, actually, yeah. that none of that was true. And it was, it was an embellishment on the part of the show. Yeah, well, there you go. They did go to their bedroom around one in the morning, but obviously couldn't sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you sleep? Yeah, you how got, do you sleep with you that? You've seen that fucking shit outside. And so they 
just waited for daybreak. They said that they could hear the creatures rustling around outside, mm-hmm. like rustling in the grass yeah. by the bedroom window around the house. And they said that you could feel when they were running because they were so big and heavy, like you would feel the, the rumble in the ground. In the ground, which is... That's spooky at night, man. Oh, yeah. Remember when we were camping and something walked by the tent? It yeah. was fucking huge. I think it was a moose. It, it was, was a moose huge. and the two calves when we put the, the light well, on we it. we saw them. I think it was them going back. Yeah. Holy fuck. And I've, I, I remember... It was like to, a thump in the ground, man. Yeah. It was I, heavy. You just feel the ground moving and you oh, can't yeah. see anything. You don't no. even know where it's coming from, and no. it's getting closer and closer. It it, it, it fucking was, freaks you out. It was creepy. Like it, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, I can't see it. You could feel the ground moving. Yeah, man, it's weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. They also said that they could hear them moving around because they were making grunting noises and yeah. kind of like low guttural noises, guttural noises, yeah. as if they were communicating <clears throat> with each other. Eric and Shelley's bedroom was at the end of the house, so it was on the first floor, but it was on the end of the house. So they could easily tell when these things were moving about. Mm-hmm. Now, in the show, these things are jumping on the fucking roof. Yeah. And like, yeah. outside the walls and all kinds of nonsense, but that didn't happen. Yeah. It wasn't like that at all. Yeah. Now, Shelley did say her and Eric were worried about the windows in the bedroom because there was like a window on either side of the bed and there was, I think, two windows or something at the foot of the bed. But mm. what they were concerned about was that there was just like a piece of glass between them and the creatures. Whatever's outside. Yeah, yeah. so they were a little bit worried about yeah. that. Yeah. So as soon as daylight comes, Shelley and Eric leave. Like everybody gets in the car and they freaking, they get out of there. Yeah. And there was no creatures to be seen when daylight was, was out. Yeah. Everything's gone. So if you watch the show, you'd be like, oh my God, they were under attack by these deadly animals in the night. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, it didn't. No. It didn't. When they came back to the farm that day, they saw that there was footprints. Mm -hmm. Sorry, actually, before they left, because they saw there was footprints in the dew, in the tall grass along the edge of the pond. It was all laid down as though something had been laying Laying in it. Laying down, yeah. Like something big had been laying in it. They found some tracks that looked kind of like oversized dog prints. Right. That had a kind of a hook on the end of them that made them look a little bit longer. Shelley had taken some photos of the footprints in the dirt, but uh, she ended up getting a new phone for Mother's Day and she lost all of her photos. Yeah. So it's just too bad. Mm-hmm. They had tried to take photos also <coughs> at night Excuse of me. the creatures, but because of the fog and trying to use a flash, nothing turned out. No, you're not going to see anything. No. After this incident, Shelley and Eric ended up looking for another place to live, like, immediately, and they moved shortly after that. That's essentially the creature incident in Palmyra. But before this happened, there was unexplained lights, obviously, in the woods. Eric was seeing the ghost of a little girl in the house. Yeah. And Eric has said that the child ghost was about 10 to 13 years old, that she spent a lot of time in the loft. Her hair was braided. Mm -hmm. She looked a little bit unkempt. Uh, she wore like you know those little like lace up kind of ankle boots yeah, from back a in the day time period yeah she never makes eye contact with him no she almost seems as though she doesn't even know he's there yeah he's seen her outside of the house he's seen her inside of the house but it wasn't really a big deal for them because they just got used to it yeah exactly but then there's one night where Shelley thinks that she may have had an encounter with the little girl. So they're sleeping. The dogs sleep at the base of the bed on their beds. Mm-hmm. So she's sleeping on her back. And then it was as though something or someone walked up to the side of the bed and slapped the top of her right foot. Hmm. So she bolts awake. 
and she fucking is like, what the fuck? And she kind of goes to the edge of the bed. Like she, she scoots down to the bottom of the bed to see what's going on. And the dogs aren't even there. <laughs> right? And then she realizes the dogs are hiding in between Eric's side of the bed and the wall. Yeah. They're not even in their own beds. No. So she doesn't, she doesn't know exactly what it was. But she thinks something was going on. Yeah. Animals are she also always said a good she was indicator. half asleep. It could yeah. have been a dream. She doesn't know. Yeah, animals know, man. Mm-hmm. They so, seem to know stuff. Yeah, exactly. So we got this property that has strange lights over it, a visitation from right. some maybe canine-like creatures, mm-hmm. and then some ghost visitations. Right. So why so many otherworldly things are happening in this one place? Why do you think that is? Well. I'll tell you why. We both came you could, up with You could this. have to guess, but I think this is the reason why this is happening. Yeah, because we were, remember talking about it. And, yeah. And even before you mm-hmm. found out about this, we both said that I bet you any money there is more going on there than they even talked about. And yeah. We were right. Yeah. What I find compelling about this is the amount of water, running water, that surrounds this property. We know that water can ramp up the energy in an area. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And this particular house is surrounded. You have kind of a basic idea of of where the house may be based on the descriptions given. And then when I pulled it up in Google Maps, you can see there's a shit ton of water water around it. So just a few of the sources that are around it. Douglas Pond, Fog Brook, Madawaska Road Brook, White Pond, Johannet Brook, and the Sebastocook River. Yeah. That's a lot of water. That is a lot of water. And it's like kind of wrapping around this property. Yeah. That's going to increase the energy big time. Yeah, for sure. The major confluence of water, like I don't know if it's going to be because of ions or anything like that. Like we know negative ions get released when water Mm -hmm. is moving Mm -hmm. and that's beneficial to humans in general, but maybe a massive amount of negative ions create something else. You know what I mean? Like well, maybe it creates a portal. Who knows? We've seen that a few times, eh? There's well, we've talked about it a few kind times. of a recipe for... Atmospheric recipe. Yeah, that happens, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you got all this water, you got fog, you got mist, who knows, Yeah. right? Yeah, Because the other thing to consider is whether there's a connection between the creatures and the lights. I, yeah, I, I thought so. Mm-hmm. I thought so. There could be. I mean, what if the creatures were extraterrestrial? And the lights were UFOs. Yeah, absolutely. That's possible. Yeah. And then I was thinking to myself, okay, well, if they're extraterrestrial, what are they doing here? So I thought, well, what if the creatures were like a hunting party? Yeah. You know, there's farms there. There's lots of deer and stuff like that. And and livestock. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe they come from someplace else and they need some food. So they come down to hunt some deer. Yeah. And then they'll be on their way. Yeah, food, water. Because even even Shelley wondered if maybe the deer that come to the pond might have been an attractant for these things. Mm -hmm. Piqued their interest. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So maybe they're creatures on a food gathering mission. Mm -hmm. The other thing to consider is maybe the den that Chelsea and Nathan found is where they spend their time during the day or where they're hiding. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) Same. I, I, I don't know. I, but I agree about the whole extraterrestrial thing. They could very well be extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. That came down, like you said, food. Yeah. You know? 
I'm wondering if, like, maybe the fact that Chelsea and Nathan had been to the den. Yeah. And the dogs were around the den specifically. Yeah. Because when I think about it, I get this image in my head of, like, the dogs pissing on everything. Because that's what dogs do. that's what dogs do. Absolutely. What if these things just kind of followed the scent of the dogs back back to the house? Yeah. Maybe they've always kind of been in that area and nobody ever saw them. But the dogs, the scent of the dogs kind of lured them in. Lured them in closer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they, there's more of them. They yeah, thought, you know, maybe, and they're coming to see where they are. The other, the other thing I was wondering is, what if the lights were a result of like a portal opening, and these creatures are actually interdimensional as opposed to extraterrestrial? Right, something happened. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different paranormal supernatural shit happening in that little area, yeah. and I think the water is a contributing factor to it. Yeah. It could be ley lines for all we know, yeah. but I don't think it is. Didn't you tell me that there was a, a Native American thing too uh, about dogs? Somebody had talked about it, but when I was researching it, I didn't find that those people that they were referring to were in that specific area. Oh, okay. They were part of a larger group yeah. that was associated with the area because... They, they were trying to draw a correlation between a group that was known as a wolf nation right. with this area. But the people that are the people that are associated with the wolf nation, the Natio Lapurum, were further southwest, if I remember correctly. Right. And not really in this area. Okay. So I was like, hmm, I think that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, but I just was like, nah, I don't think so. Okay. It's a nice line to draw a connection between yeah. them, but I don't think it's the right line. Well, I always find when we look at cryptids that um, you look in Native American and North American legends, and mm-hmm. you see usually something in there, man. Yeah, usually. You know, there's something in there about it. But even when I looked through the beliefs of that particular people, the Wolf Nation people, I didn't see anything. Anything with it. With yeah. regards to wolves okay. or wolf men or yeah. any of that yeah. stuff. I mean, I didn't look for days, but I didn't see anything straight away that I was like, oh, maybe we got something here that would require me to investigate any further. Yeah, yeah. So this story, I don't think that these things had any intention of killing anybody, to be honest with you. No, I don't think so either, actually. Eric being injured, there's no way. Yeah. And I'm not even sure that the light was protective. If Shelly says she's shining the light on them and they're not, and they're not shining anything. away. Yeah. I don't think it mattered either. Yeah. I think no one got hurt really because these things chose not to hurt anybody. Yeah, I agree. I Honestly. Agree. They didn't want to draw attention to themselves. Maybe yeah. not draw attention to themselves or maybe they just didn't care. Yeah, or, or maybe they were just intrigued by what they were seeing because maybe they'd never seen people before. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know that's what I mean? Yeah. Like if they were if they were hunting, there's five of them. And you got a human being who's racked up and can barely walk. Yeah. The easiest prey to take is that one. Is an injured one. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to get hurt trying to take it down. Yeah. It's easy pickings. Yeah, absolutely. And he's like an injured animal. Yeah. Well, he is. If they wanted to fucking kill anybody, they would have yeah, taken him out. Take him out. So I don't think instance. I don't think they wanted to kill anybody. Yeah. At all. Some seven foot. Tall. Yeah, fuck. If they wanted to eat him, they could eat him. Coming at you, what do you think? It's gonna take you out like a, yeah, like nah. nothing. Nah. If they wanted to eat him, they could eat him. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. Whatever the reason they were here for, I mean, nobody's ever gonna know. 
Yeah. I think honestly, they were kind of. It was like a drop in, either interdimensionally or from another place. I'm I'm not sure, but just kind of like they were here and then they got picked up or they went back to wherever they came from and you probably never see them again. Mm-hmm. Like I, nobody said anything about snarling or growling or any of that shit. Yeah, yeah. The show portrays it yeah, like that. Yeah, well, that's again, you know. But that doesn't mean that's how it was. Yeah, they got to make it like that. So just, I think just like the dream at the end. Remember? Yeah, they added the dream at the end, which wasn't true. That wasn't true. They asked if they could add the dream. Yeah. And she, they said they agreed, but it wasn't true. Yeah. That didn't happen. It just adds more to the. Mm. And you know how they were up, and well, they went to bed. They didn't, Yeah. You know. Well, they tried. They tried, but anyway. So, I don't know what it was. Yeah, something sure. happened. Something definitely something happened Something happened, there. and the area is, apparently, it's a rich place for otherworldly things to take place. Yeah. Right? Maine is fairly mysterious, man. There's I think, I think it could have been interdimensional. Yeah. I think it's probably more likely, likely it's interdimensional. Maybe the fucking den is a portal. But maybe they're coming yeah. from Middle Earth, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like somewhere, you know? Maybe. You never know. Yeah, that's their doorway. Yeah. To get Could up, have been. to come to the surface. Maybe the environment has to be just right, and that's how they get, yeah, maybe that's how they get to the surface. Yeah, coming from underground. Yeah. I've read all kinds of things of other other places underground. Mm-hmm. That you could know. be it. You know, living. We yeah. don't know. We In don't the know. end... The show is an interesting show to watch. Yeah, it's it an interesting story. Yeah. It is done well. Yeah, I mean, but you well. have to remember that they weren't all like yeah, all the time yeah. and fucking banging yeah. on the house and trying and to kill anybody. There. Because yeah, <laughs> if they wanted to fucking kill somebody, they could have easily taken him out two times. Oh yeah, yeah. Two times. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. So he ain't dead because they didn't want him dead. Yeah, for sure. Straight out. Yeah, I agree. He, he's a threat. He's not a threat at He's all. He's not a threat. Everyone is a threat. So that's the Palmyra incident. Mm-hmm. A massive amount of water contributing to a rich environment of energetic anomalies. Yeah. There were other paranormal events. Which could have, which could have allowed an interdimensional portal to be opened, mm-hmm. which allowed ghosts to be visible, and which also may have contributed to lights. Yeah. The, the UFOs in the sky. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for an incident to happen to you, I guess you could just go hang out in Palmyra <laughs> on Madawaska Road and maybe you'll get a visitation from a ghost or some, some dog people and some UFOs. some dog people and UFOs, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. And to this day, I haven't really heard of any other stories like this. Have Not you? quite like that. I've read a couple one that comes up a lot is the Michigan Dogman one but yeah. that was ages ago yeah like you hear about Sasquatch you know Bigfoot whatever yeah. but but see that's the thing Shelly yeah. and Eric never said this is a dog yeah or a werewolf yeah or it yeah. looked like a dog they never said that they it's just smart. referred to him as beasts yeah it's smart too yeah well because it, yeah. everybody knows what a werewolf looks like yeah. it didn't look like that or else they would have said that's what it was and if you said it was a werewolf they immediately people would be jumping on top of you saying Absolutely. you're nuts but to call it a beast mm-hmm. some kind of an animal yeah that you don't know mm-hmm. you know what now it's okay yeah it's okay yeah so you haven't been into the hooch <laughs> no no, you haven't been into the hooch. 
That's what they were doing on the porch. They were all drunk. Yeah. Nah, they were just drinking coffee. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so that's the story, folks. Nice people, Myra. too. They seem, you know. Yeah, they seem very nice. You know, really credible. So. Yeah. So that's it. That is it. Yeah, that's the Palmyra incident. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to see any dog people in the woods. I do. Yeah, right, you do. From a distance. <laughs> and say I want to go and smoke a pipe with them. I just... <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, okay. From it, like, I'd look out the window at them. Yeah, yeah, but that's for about sure. It. Not like standing in the woods. Yeah. No, well, in yeah. a in a four-walled dwelling of some sort, not a tent even. Being in the friggin' woods is spooky, man. Absolutely, it's Fuck spooky. It's it creepy. At night. Yeah. Or in the day. Fuck. Sometimes during the day, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. That's Palmyra. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Uh, we look forward to bringing you a new story in a couple of weeks. Yeah. For those of you who are joining us on our first video in camp. Yeah, I'm sorry if it's boring, but I'm not sure what I'm doing. <laughs> it's a learning curve. It is a learning it's curve. It's a big learning curve. It'll get better once we get better, but it, it will. It's just like the other one, the podcast. It was yeah. like Yeah. We got to start somewhere. Yeah. You got to get used to to Here certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Our spare bedroom. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good in here, man. Yeah. This one I like this one. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have yourself a good evening. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you again soon. We'll talk to you again soon. If you want to get in contact with us, you can contact us at the Triangulum. uh, I think it's the Triangulum Podcast, actually, at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. Or you can visit us at our website at triangulumpodcast.com. Yeah. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Subscribe on your uh, learn, uh, listening platforms so yeah. you get new new episodes yeah. every two weeks and uh, of course as always your support is appreciated yeah and we're gonna be YouTube yes we'll be on YouTube this yeah. will be on YouTube this so if you're listening YouTube. to it and you'd want to see video of it it will be on YouTube yes Triangulum Podcast yeah alright so thank you for joining us thank you have a great evening have a good night bye bye